Good morning, everyone. Um, today's reading is taken from uh, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, uh, chapter 2, uh, beginning at verse 11, reading through to verse 22, which can be found on page 1174 of the Church Bibles. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Well, thanks, Camilla. Let's uh, pray and ask God to help us to understand the Bible today. Father, thank you for the Bible, and we pray that as we look at this together now, uh, that you might be our teacher, and we pray you set our hearts on fire with love for you, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, there are lots of rivalries in the world, aren't there? We're looking at Ephesians 2, 11 to 22, page 1174 there. And uh, there are lots of rivalries in the world. In the world of football, for instance, it's unbelievable. The season of the premiership, is it next, next weekend it's starting? And, uh, you know, well-known rivalries, say, between Man U and Liverpool or, uh, or down here between uh, Albion and Palace, for instance. There's always a bit of a local rivalry when it comes to a local derby. I remember once going to, to, going to um, watch a Crystal Palace Millwall match at the Den, which is Millwall's home ground. 
Why on earth would I do that? Well, I went to watch a game of football, or so I thought, and I remember about halfway through the second half, and round the back of the stand that I was in, uh, hoping to watch a game of football, there were 50 or 60 Millwall guys turned up with bicycle chains and baseball bats and all sorts of stuff that you'd never get into a ground these days, I guess. And uh, they were on the watch out for Palace fans. And, uh, and anyway, they ran on by, but uh, it was all a bit scary, really. I just kind of watch a football match. When it comes to rugby... There are lots of uh, local rivalries, so if you're going to get injured playing for Hove Rugby Football Club, you'll do it playing Brighton, most likely, apparently. Um, and not just sport, when it comes to schools, for instance, there are rivalries, aren't there, between, uh, uh, or friendly rivalries, between Blatch and Newman and Kings and so on, or countries. You know, I'm English, or I'm Scottish, or whatever it would be. And sometimes uh, the differences can be so great that we put up a wall to keep them out. There's Hadrian's Wall, <laughs> which was put up a very long time ago. And and, uh, or, uh, or you get someone, uh, oh, that's the Great Wall of China. You know, sometimes you put up walls to keep people out. And then there's, uh, there's Donald Trump, and he's saying he wants to do something like that, to uh, build a wall between Mexico and the United States. Um, and sometimes, you know, there are barriers between religious people. So I was reading this just this week about uh, a Muslim girl who had become a Christian, uh, and she was estranged by her family. Her family just uh, kicked her out. Uh, and threatened her. I'll tell you what happened to her in a little bit. But in the times of the Bible, the biggest rivalries, the biggest differences, the biggest divisions were between those who were Jews and everyone else, the Gentiles. So if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. And uh, so much so that uh, uh, in the Bible, uh, in Bible times, for instance, when they built the temple, they actually built a wall to separate where the Jews would go which was a bit nearer to God, where he was uh, in the building of the temple, and the court of the Gentiles, where everyone else was allowed to go. And then there were signs on this wall saying, if you're a Gentile, if you're not a Jew, no further. No further. We're going to separate you. And the Bible says, look at verse 14 here. Uh, He, um, uh, as As we look at this, there is a dividing wall of hostility. And it says, it's talking about Jesus making the two one, that's Jews and Gentiles, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. So there is a dividing wall between the Jews and the Gentiles, and there are dividing walls all over the place. So today, we're going to be thinking about, first of all, barriers, barriers, barriers in the world. But you know, there is an even bigger barrier, not just between people, but there is an even bigger barrier between human beings and God, and it's a barrier that we have created. And uh, so, have a look in verse 12 here. Remember that one time, this is a this is a terrible catalogue. Uh, you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise. And he sums up by saying, "You are without hope and without God in the world." There are four problems there. Okay, first of all, uh, separated from God, from Jesus, as he says here. Now, as it says there. In verse, in verse 12, separate from Christ. Talking about people at one time before you became Christians and talking about uh, so many people in the world today, separate from Christ, divided, a barrier between us. Second thing it says there, excluded from God's people. 
Actually, uh, when uh, he's saying that there's God's people, and actually if you're not a Christian, then you're excluded from them. Third thing it's saying here, foreigners to God's promise. Not understanding the promise that God has made to us, that all those who believe in Jesus will be with him forever in heaven when we die. And then the last one, it says here, without hope, without God, and without hope in the world. And that is a devastating, devastating thing. It's a big barrier, a big barrier that's been built between us and God. And who built it? We did. So uh, actually, I might need some help here. Carl, do you want to come and help? I, I, we're going to build a wall. So uh, can you come and help me build a wall? Perhaps uh, Daniel, you can help as well. That'd be good. Okay. So you start building a wall. Okay. You put those out because uh, uh, yeah, we've got all sorts of things here. Just build them up. Yeah. Got a few more over here. Chuck that one in. And this one, catch. Oh, never mind. Okay. There we are. And it's a, it's a wall of our own making. It didn't come out here. I think we need more. So we'll get these boxes as well, shall we? Um, so, uh, but it's what we do. Actually, we build a big barrier. Can you pop those up? And sometimes it gets to be a very big barrier. A barrier between us and God and a barrier between us and other people. You're going to have to make it quite high, I think. Okay. Oh, there are loads more here. Do you want these ones as well? Pop those in. And those. Just chuck them in. Four or five more to go. Okay. Oh, dear. Sorry about the piano. Okay. I've been scavenging this week. Can we put these up too? Thank you very much. That's good. We'll pop those up. Pop those on too. Good. Um, so what you've got here, you've got a wall. It's a bit like, you know, uh, in the world today. Now, let's pop those on the wall as well. Can we pop those up here? Got to finish the job. But it's a good job. It's well done. Thank you very much. So it's a bit like, for instance, us saying, well, on one side of the wall, you've got, um, you've got Albion fans. And then on the other side of the wall, over here, you've got Palace fans, okay? Or it's a bit like saying, um, you've got on one side of the wall, you've got uh, English people. And on the other side of the wall, we've got Americans or Scottish people. Or you've got, uh, on one side of the wall, you've got uh, men. And on the other side of the wall, you've got women and so on. So, uh, and we put on lots of, uh, lots of barriers in our world. But the biggest barrier is the barrier between us and God. So we're on one side of the wall and God is on the other side of the wall. And we built it. This wall has been built up by bricks of our own making. This wall has been built up with things like our own lies and our own selfishness and giving in to all sorts of temptations that we find from day to day. There is a big, big barrier. Lots of barriers in our world. The biggest is between us and God. And that's shown in all sorts of other ways as well and all sorts of the other barriers. Maybe between you and someone else who's here, for instance. But the good news of the Bible, as we're going to see now, is the barriers are broken. There are lots of barriers in our world, but they get broken down. And it doesn't take place. That's the Berlin Wall coming down. The way the wall gets broken down is not through lots and lots of people breaking it down there and making one little hole in it, but actually the wall gets destroyed totally. Now, have a look at verse 14. It says, for he himself, that's Jesus, is our peace, 
who has made the two groups one, that's Jews and Gentiles, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. Now, how do you break it down? Well, the first thing to note is that you can't actually do it from this side. People try and break down the wall from this side, but we can't do it. If we're going to break down this wall, it needs to be broken down from the other side. And the Bible tells us that actually the wall is broken down by the cross of Christ. Okay? Like this. It is the cross of Christ that has destroyed the barrier completely. That's what happened. When Jesus died for us, he destroyed the barrier between us and God. Totally and completely. Okay? And the result, the result, look at verse 16, and in one body to reconcile both of them, or literally, it is to super-reconcile. To super-reconcile men and God. There is no wall here anymore. There's just a load of rubble. Knocked down by the cross. And have a look at verse 16. It says this, verse 16, And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross. Through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. The cross has knocked down the wall, the barrier between us and God. So if you're not a Christian, you can come back to God. He has knocked down the barrier. Because as Jesus died on that cross, he knocked down the wall. He dealt with our sin and our rebellion against God. And as he knocked down that wall, he was sorted out human problem for good. Look at the end of verse 15. And it then says his purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. God's new humanity a new human race. That's what he wanted to create. So as Jesus died for us, he's created a new human race. That's us. It's called the church. A new human race. A one with God and at one with each other. The barriers are broken down. We are a group of people who have the most precious thing in this world, a unity and a hope for the next world. Remember that Muslim girl who became a Christian and was thrown out and threatened by her own family? Well, she became a part of this new family, the church. And she was given a home by her church. And she met uh, and fell in love with a, a young, lovely young Christian guy. And on their wedding day, she was given away by one of the elders in her church. The church, the new humanity, had become her family. So there are lots of barriers in the world. The biggest one is the barrier between us and God. But that's been dealt with by the cross of Christ. And now all barriers are down. All the barriers that we have been built, that we have been building, they've been knocked down by the cross of Christ. Well, that means in practice... I'll tell you in just a little bit. So we're, um, we've seen that we've, uh, the barriers that we've built between ourselves and God have been broken uh, by the cross of Christ. And now we're going to see uh, what difference it makes. And we're looking at particularly at verses 19 to 22. So we're back on page 1174 of our church Bibles. So we're going to see the results now 
of this cross of Christ crushing down the wall between us and God. Uh, so first one, the first one of these is, uh, the first result is uh, we're now part of God's one nation. Consequently, verse 19, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people. We're part of God's one nation. Now, now all of us are part of a nation, aren't we? So, for instance, here's my passport, and it says European Union, maybe for not much longer. Uh, UK and United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, passport. And uh, there's my mugshot. You can uh, come and admire it and then make fun of me later on. And, uh, uh, but, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a UK national, British national. Um, and it's a, I've said it's a great delight for me that there are a number of folks from different countries uh, in our church here. So, for instance, where's that? Yeah, Steph, you know that one. And, uh, uh, and that one? Yeah, Australia. Jimmy and uh, Carolyn were uh, from Australia. And that one is... New Zealand, yeah, Australia, so he's got the extra star. Well, actually, he's got two extra stars, isn't it? Okay, that's New Zealand. Katie Bennett, one of our mission partners, is from there. Ah, oh, what about that? Suggestions? Actually, I can't remember. I think it's Taiwan. I'm pretty sure that's Taiwan. Uh, we have a Taiwanese family coming to our evening service. That one? Gambia, thank you very much. And uh, that one? It's white at the bottom. Singapore, thank you. Who's the expert on all these flags? That one? China, yeah, uh, that one, uh, Ireland, yeah, and that one, Germany, yeah, German visitors here today, it's great to have them here, and uh, wh- whatever we have, um, whatever country we're from, we all have that passport, actually, I don't know what the thing in the middle is, but uh, uh, it's a passport for heaven, because we're citizens of heaven. If you're a Christian person, that actually is the most important thing. The fact that we've got that kind of passport, that we're citizens of heaven, is actually more important than me having this kind of passport. Okay? Much more important. Because in God's people here now, we are all, if you're part of God's people, we all have that kind of passport. We're citizens of heaven. That's the first thing. That's the first result of the wall coming down. We're citizens of the same country. But more than that, did you see at the end of verse 19, I stopped, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, his family. Now, uh, we are part of God's family. Now here, I have uh, a real antique. Okay, It's got my dad's writing on it and it's my Birth certificate. In fact, it's got a lovely little baby's birth card from 1956. There we are. Um, but uh, here is my birth, my birth certificate. I've got the big version here as well. Certificate of birth, Philip Russell Moon, 13th of March 1956. Uh, registered in Bromley at Mason's Hill in Bromley. And uh, so there's my certificate of birth, okay? Uh, Philip Russell Moon. Now, in our family, uh, we have the same surnames, for instance. So, um, I just picked out the filing cabinet. I don't quite know why we've still got our children's birth certificates. But anyway, uh, here is Ben's birth certificate, one of our boys. And uh, that's Ben's, 29th of April, 1994, Warwickshire. And uh, it says there, Benjamin Richard Thomas Moon, male, etc. And his dad, Philip Russell Moon. And, uh, uh, and we have this family. We are part of the same family. Now, uh, and as with God's people, we are a family. We are a family. Now, I know that can be difficult talking about that, because for some of us, our human families may not have been up to very much, or they could be scattered all over the world. I mean, our, our family is scattered all over the UK, but it's nothing like being scattered all over the world. But remember the Bible says right here, right now, we are a family.
We are a family. You're a member of it. So join in, take part, enjoy it, and so on. We've had a number of these little uh, situations, vacant cards produced with some uh, areas that we'd love people to be uh, involved with. If, um, uh, uh, and if you'd like one of those, um, uh, do come and have a word with me uh, for how people can be involved serving here at BH. So uh, we are uh, part of God's one nation. We are part of God's one family. The third thing, it says here, we're built on God's one foundation. Those are in foundations being built. It's really important to have good foundations. And our foundations, look at verse 20, are built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Now, when you build a building, it's a good idea to have a cornerstone, isn't it? Because it just makes sure that the walls are lined up rightly and so on. Actually, that, that word could be translated as a keystone at the top of the arch. Um, but whether it's that or cornerstone, it doesn't matter too much. It means Jesus is the absolute key. Uh, and he is there as the main foundation, as a cornerstone, but also you've got the foundations there of the apostles and prophets. Now, put those together and what do you get? Your Bible is incredibly important. Because the Bible is where you're going to find out about the apostles and prophets and what they said, pointing forward to Jesus. It's the Bible that will tell us about Jesus, the records of his life, and the explanations of what he was, uh, he was teaching us and so on. We have this extraordinarily important foundation. Uh, and therefore it means, for instance, that uh, uh, we're going to preach from the Bible here. Therefore, it means I hope that when you come to church, you're saying, well, I, we're going to get a sermon from the Bible. I want to concentrate. Maybe I want to take notes on it. Maybe I'll have read the passage before we come. That's a really good idea. It means in our small groups and our kids' work are next door at the moment. They're doing talks actually on the same passage. They've got a wall in there that they were knocking down as well and so on. And, uh, uh, and you, you will be expecting as you come to church that actually as the Bible is taught that God would speak to you. And therefore, we'll be praying for that. It's our foundation with Jesus as the chief cornerstone, the first stone, because everything else lines up on Jesus, because we're a Jesus church here. That's what we are. And that's why we want to preach the Gospels regularly, so we can learn and understand and grow to love Jesus more and more. So we're God's one nation. We're part of God's one family. We're built on God's one foundation. And then finally, um, we're inhabited by God's one spirit. I've just taken up from verse 22. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. We're a dwelling. We're a, we're a home made of people where God lives by his spirit. And the spirit of God is here today in the lives of his people and with us as we meet together. So I hope, for instance, that when you came into church this morning, you may have noticed, say, some of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I hope you may have noticed those amongst us. And I hope that we're praying that we will become more like that, those things in our, in our lives. Those are signs that the Spirit is here. That we'll be a home uh, of people loving each other, having great joy in our hearts, serving and helping each other uh, as we live for Jesus day by day. And you know why? It's all because of the rubble. The rubble which is made up of our sinful hearts and our lies and our selfishness and our coveting 
and are spending stuff that uh, uh, could well be used in, in other and better ways, which is now rubble on the floor because it's been knocked down. And we have access to God because this dividing wall has been knocked down by the cross of Christ. It is simply the case as Christian people today that the barriers have been broken down by the cross of Christ once and for all. Daniel.